Hi and welcome to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm your host Renee Bennett and this is a leadership podcast for ordinary girls compelled to lead an extraordinary life. Make sure you come and find me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode I'm really excited about today, but I've had an epiphany. First of all, let me just introduce who I've got here because I did say on Insta that I've got Isaiah back with me, boy down the road. Yes, it's the boy down the road. Right. But we can't call you the boy down the road. Why not? Well, I figure that I need to change my podcast name. I'm not the girl next door. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) I'm the binary person next door. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's not going to (laughs) sell. And you're not the boy down the road. What am I? You're also the binary down the road. Oh my God. See how ridiculous this is? (laughs) You're going to get cancelled. I think I will. But then I'm like, can you say binary person or is it just binary? It'd have to be just binary. How bizarre. I know. But I thought about it. I'm like, I'm girl next door. That title is just going to get cancelled. I know. Anyway, everybody, did you know, everyone loved the episode that we did together on the satanic panic. Yes. The the shoes. The shoes. That was it. That was interesting. Hey. That was a real, um, that was a real good convo. And no, I didn't order the shoes, but. Oh, you didn't? You didn't get a pair? Everyone was like, did you actually? I was like, come on guys, I didn't order the (laughs) shoes. I'd like them maybe, but no, no, I wouldn't order them. (laughs) Well, I had a lot of people that messaged me and they're like, I love that one that you guys did. So, and and you've entitled yourself the boy down the road. Yeah, I did. I did call myself that. I'm 10 minutes down the road. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So binary person down the road. Yes. Binary person down the road. (laughs) Yeah. Now, by the way, just for everyone to know, today is the day that we're drawing the competition for the giveaway with Pippin Girl. So we'll do that right at the end. I'll, I'll come back and do that. So meanwhile, you've got to sit through this episode. Yay. Right. Excellent. So what we're going to talk about today, for those of you that don't know, well, I thought we better explain who Lecrae is first because yes. Lecrae put out an interesting tweet or Instagram this week. But do you want to explain who Lecrae is? Yes. Lecrae is a rapper. Um, I reckon he would be like, not trying to say Christian rappers haven't been as influential, but I would say he's the most influential Christian rapper. And he's also had like a bit of an impact in the world, I think. Like I think he's won a Grammy or at least been nominated. He's worked with guys like Ty Dolla Sign um, and has had a, like a massive testimony, Mm. like didn't grow up in a Christian home. Grew up in the streets, got saved. His ministry now is like rapping yeah. and he's massive. He's done yeah. Tori Kelly stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, he's a big deal. Big we've, deal. Ha- we've had him for Youth Alive. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years ago. Yeah, 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 I was trying ago. to remember. Before he's COVID. And he's up there when people could travel. <laughs> yeah. Without a vaccine. But yeah, he's, um, he's, he's been fantastic. And he is like, I remember when I first got saved and listened to him and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe rap and... Christianity can like coexist like this. It was really right. cool. See, yeah. I don't like rap. Yeah, that's okay. So I don't like, so I don't think I know one oh, Lecrae God. song. Sorry, Lecrae. Like, oh, I know Youth man. Alive loves you, but me not so much. I'm a bit of an Amy Grant girl myself. Okay. okay. Growing up. Indie. Oh, Indie. Oh, Amy Indie? Grant. No, Amy sorry. Grant. Amy Grant. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I probably you're too saying. young to know yeah. who Amy Grant is. I thought you were thinking of Amy Shark, which Who's is, that? she's an indie like Australian singer, but Amy no. Grant, you're talking about like worship. No, she's not worship. She's like pop culture nineties. I've never heard of her. What? <laughs> never heard of Amy Grant. Are you? Are you joking? What's a song? Oh, baby, baby, oh. heart in motion, unguarded, El Shaddai. Are you kidding me? Never. I'm heard sending of her. you all of Amy <laughs> no, Grant stuff. She's like never sixty heard now. Of her. But okay. 
I went to her concert back in the day. Yeah. And I was so in awe that I was close to her presence. Yeah, wow. She's Christian. Breathing the same air. <laughs> yeah, literally. Okay. So so what did Lecrae do? Let me let me read it out to We're everyone. reacting. We're reacting to a yeah. Lecrae post. Okay, yeah. let's see. Yeah, okay. So let's see. So he says, um, I love Jesus. This is what he put in the cap not in the caption, but on the actual Twitter square. or Instagram. The yep. square, yeah, that yep. bit. I love Jesus, but I'm not churchy. I used to be embarrassed by that, but now I realize it's okay to love God, but not fit in with church culture. Mm. Okay. Then in the comments, he expands a bit. He says, to be clear, churchy isn't the same as the church. I love the church. And then he puts in brackets, the people, not the building. I believe in constant fellowship and leadership slash elders, but the songs and styles, lingo and certain customs aren't me. I don't know all the songs. They usually aren't my style. I don't subscribe to the doctrinal tribes. I don't know what that is. I don't resonate with the Western construct, which Mm -hmm. is run more like a business or Sunday event. Mm -hmm. No shade to those who love the culture of this. Worship as you please. I'm just being honest about myself. Yeah, wow. Did you read it? Did you know? Like, I, what I read said? the first tile, but I think that it's really good that you dug yeah. into the comments here because this gives a lot more clarity. And then he gives more as people ask him questions because okay. the people in the comments were split between yeah. men, I resonate with you yes. and other people going, dude, this is doing some harm and damage here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would have read the tile and I would have gone, oh, what happened? Like, <laughs> What happened yeah. to him that made him write something like this? Because it almost sounds like he's not really for the church, but- Obviously, you dig in and you start realizing. Well, he's saying he's for the church, right? Yeah. But he doesn't fit in with the culture. But I'm a bit like, how do you separate the two? Yeah. You see, when I interpret it almost like, it's almost like he resonates with the idea of fellowship, but this might be a style thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this might be a yep. style thing. Or how yep. many times have we gone, um, and, and we're pastors, so we can say this, but how many times have we gone, oh, we will not do that. That is cringy. Or we will not say that. That is cringy. Or we will not, like, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to put anyone on blast. <laughs> but there are so many things that we go, that is a cringy, churchy thing. Oh, I know. I'm thinking one. I think you're <laughs> thinking the same as me. There's so many. Like, Renee, okay, uh, Renee, Renee, girl or next, me? no, girl or next me? door. Renee is like the cringe police at our church. So what that means is, if anything is remotely churchy weird, <laughs> Renee like, will straight away it. be like, "We're not, we're not doing that. We're not doing that." In our meeting this morning, Staff I was meeting, like, "Guys, yep. those welcome bags. We're not I'm doing them anymore. Dying. We're not doing them anymore." And 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 so uh, so from that point now, I sort of get what he's saying, right? In terms of the the churchy, cringy, mm-hmm. culture-y stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's hard to separate the two because then if you don't like it, then where yeah. are you going to go? Yeah. Who are you going to fellowship with? Yeah. Because, okay, that's one thing to say that mm. I don't fit in with the culture, but why put it out on a post? Because do you think there are people that will go, oh, same here, man, and then just stop okay, going? Here we go. And what you're feeding and mm-hmm. is this thing that we're fighting against at the moment, yeah. which is this, um, I don't want to use the buzzword, but it's it's the deconstructing almost of mm-hmm. the church, why it exists. Um, so yes, he's clarified in the comments, but I tell you what, there'd be so many people that would resonate with that, 
because they've either had a bad experience or they don't go to church anymore and they're like, yeah, yeah. me too, me too. Yeah, Lecrae's not going so on. Well, no, no, he didn't say he's not going. Lecrae yeah. doesn't like it. But this, so I, his comment in that comment section, there's a few things that I'm like, what are you talking about? So what does he mean I don't subscribe to the doctrinal tribes? I don't know if yeah, the word tribe know. was wrong there. I'm I don't not know what sure that what means, meant. yeah. But this is what concerned me. I don't resonate with the Western construct yeah. This drives me crazy. Yeah. And I think like if you look at Lecrae's <clears throat> posting and sort of his political views, where he stands, um, it's almost sounds to me like he resonates more with maybe his culture, maybe yeah. his, that type. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. his, that's the vibe that I'm picking up. But just based on the history of his posts, especially during COVID, and um, all the political uprising and, and social activism, he was very much on that. Yeah. So it seems like it's almost following the same train here. Because he, so further down in the comments, someone says to him, so what, a local church won't work for you, right? Yeah. And he clarifies and he goes, it doesn't mean I'm not part of a local fellowship. It doesn't mean I don't fit in with our Western churchianity. So there's still okay, yeah. some sarcasm going on shots here. Shots fired. Yeah, shots fired. <laughs> Man down. Jeez. The prevalent, and then he goes on to say, it doesn't, it means, sorry, it means I don't fit in with our Western churchianity, the prevalent language, dress, music, and dominant culture that many see as normative for being a Christian. And then he goes on to say, do we need a presentation, production, specific music genre? Can't we gather with people at home or a park or wherever and bear one another's burdens, pray, suffer, learn, and wrestle? But you know what my art uh, might I didn't with- know he said that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I did the comments not get know he said juicier. That. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, well, hang on a second. What does Lecrae do at his concerts? Isn't he a certain style exactly doesn't he have lights camera production, production. does yeah. he go and do a free concert in the park and wrestle and learn from one another while he's hip-hopping mm, exactly rapping i should say people like this who have such a massive platform don't understand the effects that this is going to have on the same people that we're trying to talk to which why do we even have to make a case for church on in these days i don't really know like like i understand yeah. that people are trying to break down why but this doesn't help what we're trying to do at all. In no. fact, what this almost suggests is, yeah, I believe that church is important, but I might not go. And yeah. my, my church might look like this in the park or, or whatever it might be. That's interesting. I didn't know he said that. But he's making it more confusing because he goes, yeah, I'm a part. Like I, I'm, it doesn't mean I'm not part of a local fellowship. Yeah. But it's like he grins and bears it. And doesn't like. That's interesting. I'm like, surely these days with all of the different kinds of churches, churches around, and surely you can find yeah. one that kind of suits you. And you know what? If you can't, you're the problem. And I'm not saying that he is the problem. Like, I'm not yeah. trying to say that. But if you can't find a church anywhere, because there's yeah. so many expressions, really, which is yeah. where you might feel a flavor more towards going to public or XYZ, wherever yeah. it is. Um, but I've realized that. The, the place or the, the construct of church, it's actually more about hanging out with people anyway. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, uh, I yeah, it's interesting to me. And I think to myself, this is this is damaging yeah. because what it's doing is it's placing this whole idea on what's the importance and the role of church today. Yes. And, and I'm like, okay, I don't know how old Lecrae is, probably in his 30s, well yeah. into his 30s. And I'm like, you know what, Lecrae, just think back 
to when you were younger. And I've read some of his testimony. And he's got a pretty full-on testimony. He went through a lot of trauma. He was abused. Mm. Um, He's gone through a lot. Uh, Parents are separated, all that kind of thing. And he found found God in his teenage years, Mm. went to church. Like he is who he is because of the people that were around him at his church. Because obviously because of what Jesus did in his life. But I'm like, well, hang on. It was good for you 20 years ago. Mm. You're now 30-something and questioning Mm. things. But, Mm. mate, why don't you think about the 15-year-old who's not as far advanced in his journey with Jesus? And where are they going to learn about their relationship with Jesus? They're going to learn at at church. And so I feel like he's forgetting the Lecrae that was 17 and 18. Yeah, desperately needing community Church. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's my first concern. The other concern I have is I feel like comments like this are feeding the very thing that is, uh, I don't want to say the word wrong with this generation, but the thing that this generation are struggling with that I think is to their detriment is that everything's become about them. Oh yeah, 100%. Yes. And you know, this whole self-love, it's all about what I think. Yeah what my opinion is, preference, prep, yeah. all of that stuff. It's all about me, me, me. Yeah. So yet again, like I'm like, well, you know, it's not doing this generation of service because they're unhappier than ever before. Mm. They are struggling with things more than ever before. And I do think one of the reasons is because they've become self-focused rather yes. than others focused. 100%. And this is feeding it. This is me, 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 my mm. style. How do I fit in? Yeah. Um, so that leads to a broader question well what is the church about what is the church for and 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 there's so many answers but i feel like the best way that you can almost combat this self-focused generation we talk about this all the time where it's just like um kids or young adults youth are trying to emulate something that they've seen mm-hmm. in a really quick space in time mm-hmm. they're, they're like they're, there's just this grind hustle mentality that is out of control but like the reason why church exists and the reason why it's so important is because now you realize that your world isn't the biggest world yeah and now you can actually represent god in a community yeah. and now to to kill us so full on but to to destroy that self-focused nature that we yeah. all have yeah. to now you now you have to well not have to but now you have the opportunity to serve your community yeah. as a part of a community mm-hmm. so it's like every time you want to combat this sort of self focused ah uh, the church is about giving yeah. you the awareness that your world's not your biggest world yeah and now we get to as a collective serve other people yeah. and that doesn't mean dropping things on a seat that's one thing yeah. but also going out in the community and doing something whether it's through youth ministry or young adults it just keeps um destroying that self-focused vibe, which is why I think the church is so important. Yeah. And to be honest, when I was growing up, because the generation I grew up in weren't so self-focused, we were more others focused. I never went to church thinking, does this suit me? I didn't think about that. I like, I'm like I said, I don't particularly like hip hop and rap, but I did not go to a youth alive event or an event at my church because we had a hip hop artist going. Like I didn't think that way. I was just like, Mm. I understood that there were some people there that would love it. Mm. And so for me, going to church is not all about myself. No. At all. No. And in fact, 
just even if you put God aside and you look at the the psychological research, it's people that get out of their own heads and spend their life helping others oh, yeah. that are the happiest people. Yeah. You know, the search in that in that happiness, finding happiness, does not come when we focus more on ourselves. Which yes. comes back to what Jesus said mm. about, um, you know, to gain your life, you must lose it. Yes, exactly. And there's a cost. Yeah. And there's yeah. a there's a cost. Mm. And I I did not sit in church, and every worship song that came up or praise song, I did not sit there putting it through the filter of. Do I like this style? No. Do I think these yeah. words are theologically correct enough? Oh, I'm not going to sing this song now. Um, I remember having a Sam Evans song where we were singing, looking out my window, I see the breeze blowing in the trees. What does that mean? Yeah. I know what she was trying to say. She yeah. was talking about the spirit of God. And I remember worshipping to that. I did not sit there judging, but I feel like we've got a generation to their detriment and I feel for them. And, and this is where I'm like, guys, we need to wake up and go, it's not all about me. No, no, exactly. I, you're, I'm the exact same. I, I think about me being 17, 18, 19, even in my early 20s. And I was in an old school church. Right. And so they would pull out the chauffeur every now and then. Oh, the horn? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They'd pull out the horn. <laughs> Um, we had flags everywhere, tribal <laughs> Judah, Israel is like all these types of things. And never once did I go, oh man, this is not a vibe. Right. I, I, I was so, um, caught up in the fact that God had a plan for me yeah. and that was going to outwork through the context of this community. I was like, I had this anticipation. I, I think about now where it was almost like every Sunday, um, I was waiting mm. to hear from God. Now I'm not trying to say that you yeah. can't hear from God outside of Sunday, mm-hmm. but my expectation was, mm-hmm. man, we get to worship together. Mm-hmm. We're going to pray. Like I just had this expectation that God was going to speak and move. And nowadays we, we don't have that where our generation don't really have that. And it's more like, a, Oh, well I don't really resonate with that. I don't really resonate with that. And by the end of it, you can't hear from God. Yeah. You, you don't have that expectation now because it's through the filter of it yeah. doesn't suit. It doesn't resonate. Yeah. It's like, what? And, and as I was talking to a young adult last night, actually, it was like, if we just go back to the simple faith of yeah. like, why am I coming to church yes. to be built up in my holy faith, to encourage yes. one another, to be a part of something bigger than myself. Yes. You watch what God does. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And I just remember, I just loved God so much. I didn't think about me no. and what I was feeling. I, no. I was like, I just want God to know how much I love him. Yeah. Like even uh, we're sitting in my study right now. Mm. And so can you see that little old Bible, the good news Bible sitting in the middle of my shelf? With the, uh, can you see it? Behind the little, the doll, the Russian doll. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The babushka. <laughs> the yeah, babushka. Yeah. Is behind yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. They're my Nana's babushka doll. Yeah, she my, gave we to had, me. I have all Did of them. Babushkas? Yeah, because you're Love Dutch. My I parents Dutch. Had, I had all that babushka stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so behind is a Bible that I've had since I was five. And if you looked at the spine of that Bible, I wrote all around the edges, mm. God loves Renee Van, because my last name was Van Danaka. Yes, I'm Dutch. <laughs> but... That I look at that and I go, I've loved God since I was five. Mm. I loved God when I was 15. Mm. I love God now. I've never gone to church and thought about this doesn't suit me. I feel like that's just really selfish. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And um, Dennis Prager, who I love, um, who I follow all of his stuff. He's Prager U. I don't yeah. know if you yeah, guys yeah, follow yeah. him, yeah, but yeah, they do great five-minute videos. 
He said that one of the reasons that young people are more unhappy than any other generation, and we're talking more unhappy than the generation that went through the war. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Right? Like, you've got a reason to be unhappy you've gone through a war. My grandparents lived in the war in Holland. Mm. They're more unhappy than ever before because we're taking away their sense of meaning. And he went through what brings meaning to someone's life and just things like, um, you know, getting married and having a family, Mm -hmm. loving your country. Mm -hmm. But the other one he said was religion. And a part of that is that habit of going to church. And that brings meaning to people's Mm. lives. 100%. And so I'm like, hey, Lecrae, how about instead you talk about not wanting to be worldly? Like, you know, he he talks on about... You know, the churchy culture doesn't doesn't resonate with me. Gosh, I wish there were more Christian people, influencers who instead were like, guys, where it's at is about not being not fitting in with worldly culture, yeah. not churchy 100%. culture. It's 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 like again, it's like now, like Lecrae, who's got this incredible platform, and I don't know what's going on. Like we're only looking at his Instagram and seeing like even the comments. I just don't think that this is helping people mm. who are trying to understand the reason as to why I should go to church yeah. instead of, Oh man, what an opportunity that I get to go to church. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's actually feeding this yeah. self-focused. Yeah. I don't prefer this style. I don't prefer. And I'm not trying to say you can't go somewhere where you don't resonate. Like I get yeah, that, totally. but if you've gone everywhere and you don't yeah. resonate anywhere, yeah. you're the issue. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? Cause there's yeah. just so many expressions yeah. like just behind us um, in, in Brizzy, there's a little African church. I've seen them walking and it's the most beautiful thing. Aww. Like they're all in their traditional African outfit. Yeah. And 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 I think one of our guys accidentally walked in there one day oh, really? just to see what was going yeah. on. And there was a preacher who was shouting fire. It was awesome apparently. And like their Aww. style was very different to yeah. us. Right. So like it, yeah. it, that's just a beautiful picture. You've got our style, which we're not saying is perfect. Then you've got their style. But there's yeah. a place for anybody. There do you is. get what I'm trying to say? And if there's no place for you, you are the issue. Yeah. And what, what he was doing in that comment was he was blaming Western church construct. Yeah. And you know, anyone that I hear talk about the Western church as a construct, they're the most unhappiest, yeah. critical people I know. If, if And I can't say about it feels like even a political sort of, you know yeah. what I mean? It feels yeah. like Cause they'll go, it's coming from In the from a Bible, the church didn't look like that. Uh, well, mm. no, it didn't. But you know what? Church looks like that at the moment. And might it change in a century's time? Totally. Yeah, it absolutely. might. Like, so when people have these issues, I'm like, do you know what? How about you guys go be part of the solution? Why yeah. don't you start your own? 100%. Start your own Usually church. Usually the most critical the... people yeah. won't do that, will no. they? Yeah. No. Yeah. Start your own. And you know what, Lecrae? Go run your own church in the park where you totally. can learn and wrestle and suffer and bear one another's <laughs> burdens, which, by the way, are the most churchy words I've ever heard in my life, yeah. <laughs> which you even commented. But go and do that. Yeah. And, and let's see how many people come. And, and you know what? More power to you if a lot of people resonate and, and come. But you know what? I'd love to see all these critical people come together in oh one church. Can you gosh. imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? We deal with critical people all the time. And I feel like, um, I just feel like you're missing the simplicity of, yeah. of what church really looks like. I think it's yeah. beautiful. It's a reflection of all different people yeah. that are coming together to worship one God. Yeah. Different stories, different people. Yeah. And, um, yeah, find a place where you feel like you fit and the style's your yeah. style. 
but don't like don't cancel out the importance of church or question the yeah. importance of church um, just because you've had a bad experience. And totally. you know what? It also the, the the whole idea of like longevity mm. and, and just staying faithful to mm-hmm. something is mm-hmm. a, is is I feel I feel like faithfulness is like the highest like um, commodity in terms of like the value of something like it's not talent. It's not ability. It's just your ability to be faithful. Yeah. And it's like, so, so for me, I've been in two churches my entire life. Yeah. I was faithful in the church that I was at. And I'm sure there were times where I was like, Oh man, I can't stand this song or, Oh yeah, man, why yeah. are we doing this series? I'm sure that's been like that. But my heart is, I just want to be faithful with yeah. where I'm at. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And, and it's that I feel like faithfulness is now, and maybe because it's heaps of self-focus is going yeah. on, faithfulness is out the window. Yeah. Mm. And that's why I always talk against this whole self-love. Yeah. You're oh, enough yeah, 100%. stuff. I'm 100%. like, no, you're not enough. No, you you're never not. will be. No, you're not. Um, you know, there are songs that I don't like. Like, I know I'm sick of, what a beautiful name it is. That's your favorite song. That's your favorite song. I'm like, song. guys, it's droney. Shout out Hillsong. I don't want to, I love, I love, I mean, I did love it back in the day, but it's been overdone. But yeah. do I stand there and not worship when oh. that song comes on? No, of course I worship because it is a beautiful name and I love Jesus. And do I like this song? No, I'm a little bit sick of it right now, but it doesn't mean I'm going to stand there with my arms crossed and go, no, and miss, an oppo- style. and miss an opportunity to give God glory. That's yeah. actually why we're going yeah. to church. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, well, I can't, can I give glory to God in my own home? You should. And yeah. of course, but like the Bible also makes it very clear that as a community, as the representatives of Christ, we're meant to give God yeah. glory on a Sunday. And yeah. I feel like a lot of the times, if I said to people, why do you go to church? They would say, oh, I need it. I want to be encouraged. I want to do this. Yeah. Not many people would say, I'm actually there to worship God. I'm actually yeah. there to give God glory. Cause it's like, again, mm. it's this whole me vibe, mm. which we're trying we're yeah. trying to kill. And it's true. Look, going to church does not make you a Christian, nope. right? Mm-hmm. My One of my mum's best friends had all scriptures written on the back of her door when I was yep. a kid. And she had not just scriptures, sayings. And she had that whole going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than a horse being in a stable doesn't make you a horse or something okay. like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 I can, I get, I get, <laughs> I get, get the vibe. vibe. Yeah. Like, anyway. Yeah. Um, so, no, it doesn't make you a Christian, of course. You can be a Christian mm. and not go to church. But I look at my life. I look at your life. I look at everyone that I know. I look at the stuff that I went through as a kid. And I think that's why I, you know, will always, and we've instilled it in our kids. This is what we do. We go to church. As for me, in my house, we will serve the Lord. Yes. Um, because I know what church was for me when I was growing up and how much it meant and how much it meant to me. They were my family. Mm -hmm. I would not be who I was. I learned so much about God. I had encounters with God there. Um, you know, my pastors that I met there became like my spiritual mum and dad. And there's just so many benefits. Oh, absolutely. And then I think too, we can look at, um, even from not so much a personal point of view, but the church has actually utterly transformed society mm-hmm. since the days of Jesus, right? Like, and I've written a list down because yeah. I was like, what are Let's all the it. things that churches have done in society? They founded schools, right? Yep. The school I went to in Adelaide was founded by my uniting church, shout out Padere Christian College. Yep. Like how many, all the Christian schools are all around Brisbane are founded by churches. Churches, all correct. Of them. correct. They founded hospitals. When you go to the Martyr here, oh, yeah, of course. that yeah, is yeah. a Catholic yeah. hospital. Yeah. Um, all the op shops that all the youth groups, by the way, are doing op shops. <laughs> op shop proms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, op shops are all ran by 
charities yeah. that are Christian based. Yeah. Vinnie's, yeah. St. Paul, whatever they're called. Um, Lifeline. Mm. Yeah. They've established, churches have established all the charities like Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. Did you know they established the RSPCA? No, I didn't I know they're that. Like, I know. That's I didn't until I read that yesterday. Oxfam, so many other yeah. charities, all established by the church. Um, they've campaigned against the slave trade and mm-hmm. all sorts of injustices and are still campaigning against them. They um, they go into high schools. All mm-hmm. the, how many churches have got presences in high schools? Doing mentor programs. Mentor and, yeah, programs, yeah. Um, breakfast programs, yeah. um, kids clubs in primary schools oh, yeah. and RE are all run by churches. Even Rosie's, I think, was established. The homeless outreach. Oh, the homeless that was based did... in a Baptist, I think. Probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. All the food banks yep. that I know around Brisbane mm. and all around Australia. Yep. Churches yeah. run most of those. Yeah. They're involved in disaster relief in so many ways. Remember when we had the floods here at Brisbane, most churches I knew filled up buses full of volunteers and drove them out to go and help people um, clean up their homes. Rebuild, yeah. And, and wow. we're talking here local, but yeah. interstate, overseas churches, you know, the Christmas drives. Yeah, oh, hampers. Gifts, hampers. Yeah. Um, the church was at the heart of the civil rights movement mm-hmm. in the 60s, and I'm yeah. jumping jump back to a few decades. And then I read this stat. It's estimated that the help that the church gives in any one nation in any one year is worth billions of dollars. Yeah, wow. Right? Wow. Yeah, and, and that's just to name a few. Like, we could we could probably rant for days yeah. about this. Totally. Yeah. So, I'm like, okay, if you take the church out of society, what kind of society will we have? Mm-hmm. You know, mm, and I wow. and look, I understand that maybe people are like, well, do we need all the the lights and the shows and the? No, we don't. But at the same time, people stopped coming to church for a while because they were saying it was irrelevant. So yeah. I feel like sometimes the church is damned if we do and we're damned if we don't. Oh, 100%. So if we yeah. stayed the way that we were traditional, people are like, oh, you're so out of touch. Yeah, you know, right. so then we ramp it up and go, well, we're going to get, you know, ramp up our um, the way that we present church so that people feel like we've come into the 21st century. And then that's not good enough either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So it's now it's like, okay. Too relevant, not relevant. Right. Yeah, I understand what you mean. And, yeah. and it's like... Maybe to anybody here who's listening, who's like, because we understand that there are people who have been hurt by leaders, hurt by um, people within the life of the church. Maybe a pastor said something that hurt you. We all know that that happens because everybody's human. Like it does happen. But our, I guess our heart would be that you wouldn't then view church as this is what the church has done to me. Because I've noticed that a lot of people Mm -hmm. that are like, anti-church or don't find the value of church Mm. it's not really a preference thing it's not really Mm. a this thing it's actually at the core of it it's because somebody's hurt me or i've been Mm. offended somewhere and i'm carrying that everywhere i go because you notice those people like oh it wasn't enough here and it wasn't enough there it's like well if you just deal with like that issue and then simplify why you go to church. I go to yeah. church because I need to be reminded that my world is not the only world that matters. Yeah. That heaps of different people in here are going yeah. through different things. So when we have prayer time, me extending my hand towards somebody and believing that there's going to be breakthrough on their behalf, actually, it kills this self-focusedness. Yes. I'm actually there to glorify God and, yes. and I'm there to serve my community. Like if you simplify that, yeah. tell me how that's an issue. Like tell yes. me how that tell me how that's yeah. like anti or or westernized christian like uh, to me when you really break it down it's it's simple yeah yeah Yeah. really really simple 
And I know a while ago when I was part of the Barna research being rolled oh, yeah, out yeah, in Australia yeah, about yeah. two years ago, a year and a half ago, one of the things they said about the way to make more resilient disciples in church, because apparently now there's only like 10% stay mm. in, in that young adult age group and become oh, resilient 10%. disciples, 10%. Wow. I know. But one of the ways to make resilient disciples is um, by teaching young people not um, not that they're not going to get hurt. You need to go, do you know what? It's going to happen. 100%. You're going to get offended. Yeah. So this is how to deal with it. So it's yeah. not not if this happens. It's like, look, when this happens, mm-hmm. this is how you deal with, um, with offense. Yes. Because, you know, I mean, I've been a teacher for a long time mm. and I've been in schools for like seven years at a, you know, seven year chunks where yeah. you get to know people that you work with like family. Yeah. And there's offense in a school. Oh. 100%. And I'm not going to go. Oh, I'm going to roll out of this school and go find a job elsewhere. You no. don't. You don't do that. You don't do that in your own family. No. You know. You you deal with that. And I think people come in thinking to expect more from church, but church is made of humans. Human beings, exactly. And you're going to get hurt at times, and there's going to be offence, and you've just got to have conversations and talk about how do I move through this. Yes. Um, rather than going, oh, I'm done with the I'm church and, and I'm going to you know walk out and leave it. And and one of the other things, maybe we can finish up on this, but, um, the whole reason we're called conservatives Mm -hmm. is because we, as people that carry godly values actually help to conserve society. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's the reason why. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, So it makes sense when you go, you know, that's why I talk about things like, is it a good idea to start declaring our pronouns? No, no, we've laughed at them to start that I'm changing the podcast name to binary person (laughs) next door. door. Um, but you know, we do have conservative values and it's those values that society has thrived upon because yes. God's ways are always going to be better. And that's toxic to say that now, oh, yeah. apparently. Oh, apparently, but that's why I always say, well, let's look at the result of not. So if we were to take the church out yeah, of society, wow. yeah. what would society look like? Yeah. You know, I look at how many volunteers we've got in our church and probably mm. everyone listening would be in the same boat. How many hours and hours and hours that we have people volunteering their time to help run the church or to help in the youth ministry or to help the kids ministry or whatever. And let's take that out of society. What's society going to be like? Oh yeah. That's a, and and even how you nailed it practically with like feeding programs. I just think to myself, like how many kids are coming? We know at, at, at a school that are coming, not even having breakfast. Yes. So we're just talking about the simplicity of that and like Mm -hmm. what the, how powerful the church Mm -hmm. is for conserving society. I love that. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 Now I said on my little, um, promo thing that we might hit up another hot topic, but we've ran out of time except, except let me just ask you this. Maybe you could come back on this one. Yep. Why have you got tattoos? Oh, is that, is that going to be an actual thing? (laughs) I reckon it should. We had such a, um, heated debate at Academy. Yeah. But I did it on purpose. I separated them into two sides about for or against both. Yeah. For and against. And they were, they were at each other about like the temple is uh, yeah. Yeah. They get, they, they came up with scriptures on both sides and then it really made them think though. I got a tattoo when I was 17. I should have waited till I was 18, but they didn't ask me for ID and I got my (laughs) mum's name. I looked older and, um, but your mum's name. Yeah. I got my massive. (laughs) It's huge. And, um, I, I, the, 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 one of the ladies at church came up to me and said, hey, I've got an encouraging scripture for you. I said, thank you. And I think it was Leviticus 19, 28. I think it was something like that. And it says, um, do not mark yourself. 
Ooh. And I was like, wow, that's so encouraging. Thanks so much for this. <laughs> but but the, the the context of that scripture is when people would die, right? They would mm. mark themselves, like they would initial names and they would cut themselves and to remember the dead, right? Oh. So, so you can use scripture out of context so much. At the end of the day, it's up to you what you do. I love tattoos. I'm not stopping. I am not stopping. Like literally, I got more coming. This this is a canvas. This is I got way more coming. Your body's a canvas, yep. and until, you need to cover it until my wife says yeah. no more. And even then, oh <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. But until my she wife hasn't says, got any. No, she wants one though. She wants. Yeah, one. yeah, she's gonna get one. I think. Yeah. Um, and that'll be a like. But yeah, I, I love tattoos. Do you have one? I don't have a tattoo. I've got a nose ring. Yeah. See, that's edgy. Jeez. <laughs> But I'm not against them either. I just, um, my only thing is, you know how I think ahead all the time about everything? Like, where's this heading? What's going to happen when you get older? Not just me. I want to know what the nursing homes are going to look like in 40 years' time. Just really sick, edgy old people. (laughs) I reckon the next generation coming down visiting you guys as grandparents are going to be like, dear God, I'm not getting a tattoo because look at grandpa. Look at Grandpa Isaiah and his wrinkly skin. My skin won't wrinkle. My skin won't wrinkle. I'm brown, so I should be all right. (laughs) Should be all right. Maybe I should. I need to cover up some of my brown spots. As if. No, I'm getting them lasered. They they really annoy me. I reckon Cam every year has said he's getting an eagle across his chest. (laughs) Every. He's been saying it since we were married. It's unbelievable. I'm like, this eagle has been a long time coming. Because I was convinced two years ago and then someone said, oh, no, he says this every year. And I was like, oh, okay. So it's been since you married. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's changed his mind a few times. It was angel's <laughs> wings, now it's eagle's wings. And then it was going to be the the north, the, the star or something. That was for me because I'm his star that points him home. I don't know. It sounds extremely romantic. But I'm like, would you just freaking tattoo your body already? <laughs> That's amazing. He'll he probably get it. one when he's 80. Yeah, he won't. I reckon he won't do it. He'll regret it, I reckon. He'll regret not Because <laughs> we had it. this patch that when we turned 40, I'd get a nose ring, he'd get a tattoo. And well, he I had, you no. got a nose ring, he doesn't have yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Jeez. So I forget I've got it, actually. Anyway. No, I would get one, but I just, um, like, I'm not passionate about it. I don't yeah. really, you know, but maybe. I don't know. I feel you like I'm get getting one. too old. Nah, I'm getting too old. Nah, nah, you too should old. get one. Okay, binary person down the road. <laughs> thanks for having me. I love coming on here. Everyone loves it when you I love come. being on here. So thank you. Um, and hopefully that convo's helped some people. Yeah. So don't give up on going to church. No, don't. Lecrae will come back around and he'll go, oh, whoops a daisy. 100% he will. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Hopefully. The 15-year-old Lecrae, when he remembers yeah, why. Remembers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Guys, have a great week. Um, I'll stick around because I'll come back and announce the giveaway. But otherwise, see you later. Bye. Okay, we have come to the time. Thank you for sitting through that whole podcast. Amazing episode with Isaiah. But we have come to the Pippin Girl giveaway draw. I feel like I need a drum roll. I'll do my own. Hang on. I'm not very good at this, but (laughs) I just woke my dogs up. Okay. Okay, the winners of... Uh, a copy each of the brand new, by the way, I kept calling it Bloom Baby, but it's called Blossom Baby. Ah, uh, get ready for it. Amanda Jane Jensen, congratulations. And Alicia Price. So if that's you girls, I will be DMing you. So look out for that. And I will put you in contact with Emma 
beautiful, amazing CEO of Pippin Girl, and you girls will both be receiving a brand new, fresh off the press copy of Blossom Baby. So well done. And thank you to everybody that joined and to everyone that is now a supporter of Pippin Girl, because we here at Girl Next Door love Pippin Girl. All right. So thanks for sticking around for that. Congrats again, and I will see you all on Friday.